Hi guys, welcome back to Slightly Spiritual. Today we are going to be covering a topic that I know we get a lot of questions about. Cindy, I know you see, I would say at least probably somebody like every single day on this topic, a client that comes to you. Um, so we thought we should finally address it. Um, we're going to be talking about fertility. Um, when I was researching for this episode, I found that in the U.S. alone, one in five women suffer from fertility issues and or are unable to become pregnant, which is a massive, massive amount of people that are impacted by this. Um, we're going to be discussing, you know, the, the sense of control over the situation, the type of souls that are coming in, what they want, what they don't want, um, home situations, intuition, um, timing and all of the things. So stick around. But first of all, we have to talk about these balloons. My God, these freaking balloons. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So these damn balloons, I am just offering an alternative, or I should say we, because we both agree on this. We are offering an alternative narrative or story. You can choose to take it on or not. But these, this whole situation just feels like a huge distraction. It's, Mm -hmm. it, you know, this is not new technology that's up in the air floating around like this, this is, and we, hello, spoiler alert, all countries are spying on each other. We do it to China, China does it to us, Russia, like we all do it. Right. So the fact that now all of a sudden these are being sort of, and I bet you they've even been shooting them down before too. Like, I don't think that part's new either, but for some reason it's reaching the mainstream media. And all of a sudden, it just feels a little bit weird with the timing of things. And what I'm guessing most people don't know is that in December, December 22nd, which is funny because it was 12 to 2022, mm-hmm. I believe it was the 22nd, it was the 22nd or 23rd of December, but 2222, right? Um, the president signed an act that basically, I'm summer, I'm definitely paraphrasing and summarizing, but it was basically. <laughs> like a truth act thing or whatever, where it allows whistleblowers to come forward about some of these things Mm -hmm. like UFOs and other top secret black ops things that are going on without getting like persecuted or have to be extradited Mm -hmm. or things like it's like kind of protected them to be able to come forward and speak to a degree. I'm very much paraphrasing, but it gave the like the okay for them to come forward so that Congress and the government could be educated on these things because there's a lot of stuff that happens that like even the government doesn't know about within the United States which is a whole other issue, but that happened in December. And then in January, again, something not well known, they actually started bringing these whistleblowers and experts forward to Congress and to speak to the government. And then all of a sudden we're getting this news about balloons and shooting them down and spy craft and UFO. And I'm like, okay, wait, this is like, all right, they just try and distract us from not paying attention to like the actual information that's being shared or what? But it's just, it's really interesting, the timing of the events of things. So just something to note. Yeah. No, I'm totally with you. And um, Cindy and I were talking about this recently and Cindy had a great point about like, we're just kind of laughing. Like, do you think if there was an alien spaceship, like we would just be able to like shoot it down with a laser? Like, no, we wouldn't be able to do Absolutely that. Not. Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. They like, like travel across <laughs> galaxies and it's like like a surveillance spy balloon that like for some reason they want to distract us from something else so like now 
all of a sudden we know about it. Like when this has probably been happening like forever. So give me a break. Forever. Forever. Like forever. I I would not be afraid of these balloons. I'm like, just like start making them fun colors or something. Like put a design on them. Like make it interesting. Like <laughs> don't yeah. let's not panic though. Um I think yeah, that's I mean, the key lot. is like don't panic. Like yeah. That's the other reason that I heard that I'm sure people have thought about this, right? Is that, is this happening because they want to incite panic? So then there's yeah. public support to go yeah. into a war with another country. I'm not going to name names, but just another country. And again, like yeah. you might be like, oh my God, no, they would never do that. But they've already done it before. They did it for Vietnam. Yeah. They did it after 9-11. Like, you know, if you research and look at history, it's happened before. But yeah. if we don't give them the public support, then it won't necessarily it'll be at least slower to be triggered you know it's just like just pause everyone breathe take a breath take a beat so you know and speaking of like the dishonesty with the public you know that we have like this whole train thing going on in Ohio Mm -hmm. is just wild and we don't spend a ton of time on this but um on a more slightly spiritual note not so spiritual more slightly I do just want to say I've been looking into this and I've been reading the EPA reports the last couple of days and there are chemicals that have now leached into the water supply. Um, Cindy and I were talking about this this morning. Um, I would not be drinking tap water right now. Like it's just generally, like Cindy said, don't panic, just something to be aware of that like, I think we're just starting to see, you know, being picked up by the mainstream media. And we're also kind of like, dark humor chuckling about this this morning Cindy was like we need Erin Brockovich I was like she's tweeting about it that it's gonna be the next like mass you know um yeah. issue so yeah um, yeah yeah I don't know if there's anything else you want to say on it but just something to be aware well, of Well, just right if anyone doesn't know because we have listeners all over yeah. there was a train with a toxic chemicals that derailed in Ohio about two weeks ago on its way from Illinois to Pennsylvania and they originally thought it was just like one type of chemical. Now it turns out there were like three toxic chemicals. Mm-hmm. It's just like a lot of information's like they were trying to cover a lot of it up. And now it's yeah. like, okay, no, it was big enough that now it has to be disclosed of exactly what happened. And now, now the EPA is sending people to go test and yeah. test the water, but now it's been two weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, also like yeah. there probably wasn't a whole lot they could do once it happened because you know, these should have been been transferring differently. And there's like a whole thing yeah. about it. Anyways, my point is I was laughing at Aaron Brockovich because I was like, this is the kind of stuff that like it takes people like her or people in the public mm-hmm. to like ask questions for themselves. So my only big thing is just, you know, just ask questions yeah. like, you know, um, be prepared, just be safe. And just yeah. if your intuition is telling you something, trust it. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and do what makes you feel comfortable. You know, right. if, if you live in, um, you know, the impacted area in Ohio, um, or like states surrounding where make it, maybe you're, you had some of this like toxic chemical plume, et cetera. Um, I've spent a lot of time detoxing my own body of toxins, not necessarily like that, but of Lyme, of dead shit, antibiotics, whatever, like go to the sauna, use an infrared sauna, take a heavy Epsom salt bath, um, take charcoal, take binders. Like if you're worried about it and it's something that you're you're concerned about there are you know alternative therapies and tools um, at your disposal I will put my disclaimer and then I'm not a doctor I'm just a patient um, mm-hmm. but I just want to throw that out there in case like you are afraid and it doesn't cross your mind there's things you can do so yeah um, craziness happening in the world yeah 
It definitely There's is. A lot taking place. A lot. Um, do we want to talk about the earthquakes and social? Oh, oh my gosh. I know there's so much is happening. Yeah, we can talk about it really quick. We were just okay. we were talking earlier, and then the or, I mean, I think the earthquakes absolutely devastating. I mean, the toll mm-hmm. is above forty thousand people, and it's rising, and it's just so so sad. And um, I also just feel like this is it's only February. Like, look at I mean, mm-hmm. there's just so much. I just think this year is going to be a lot of deaths like a lot of just souls leaving um not from one exact thing i think it's going to be a series of stuff but i don't mean this to tell people to like be scared but i do yeah. i do tell people this to so just be again be prepared um mm-hmm. and just do your own research and just trust your gut and your intuition right mm-hmm. like those are the best things of defense you can have and then the social media piece of it is well i'm gonna let you speak to that because i guess i can't remember my head brain's full of all the fertility stuff <laughs> yeah um what were we saying about it? Yeah. Social media, you know, it's one of those things. I think actually we touched on this last week or the week before as well. Um, about how there's a lot of social media can be a great tool, right? For connecting yeah. with other people, for getting information um, from trusted sources, um, for spreading information, you know, that you care about or like, you know, the train um crash like really that's how it made its way to being nationally covered and then having an EPA investigation was because people on social media demanded it which is great um but there's you know on the flip side of it you have things happening like very tragically there was the shooting at Michigan State um you know this this past week which I followed very very closely because it's where uh, my husband is from it's where his whole family still lives um and before the news hit the mainstream media the students were all over you know snapchat twitter instagram posting about this and they were terrified um and but there was a lot of misinformation that was spread that way um and the police you know chief ended up coming on the news and they ended up doing briefings every half hour to an hour and saying there's a lot of misinformation being spread, you know, unintentionally, we're going to do these updates so we can be transparent with you and you can get your news from a factual source, which, you know, from a mainstream media site, you know, it can still be difficult now to get like, quote unquote, factual information from, from those sources. Um, but I guess as a whole, with all of these topics, whether, you know, it's something that's personally happening in your own community, um, whether it's something like like a shooting or a chemical explosion or or an earthquake, I can't even believe we're saying this, or air balloons. Um, just be careful about what you're consuming and what you're taking in. Um, because number one, it you know, it could be incorrect. And number two, I think it, it really impacts us in a way that we don't even realize day to day and it it drains us energetically. Agreed. So those are our current event updates for you. Um, Now we'll get on to the topic at hand, um, which I still, it's, you know, it's interesting to think about because I like, I do a lot of work obviously in the chronic disease space and now it's like six in 10 people, I believe in the U.S. live with like a chronic um, or like long-term illness. And the fact that like one in five women, you know, has to deal with infertility or like, quote unquote, potentially not being able to get pregnant. Um, it's just crazy. Like the numbers are just staggering. So mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Let's dive in, I guess. Okay. I don't even know where to begin because there's like so much. But I will just start by saying I don't have kids. Okay. I'm just going to caveat that. Um, but I do work with a lot of clients. This is one of my favorite topics to channel. And I love connecting with spirit babies. So this is one of my, this the information we're about to share is from, uh, you know, information that I've channeled, information that I've read and trusted from the spiritual. By the way, all this is like a spiritual perspective. We're not doctors. I have not been on this journey myself. So it's not mm-hmm. like a personal example. This is truly just things that I have learned from spirit and testimonials you know, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that from clients that have, you know, come back to me and talked about these things and yada, yada, yada. Okay. So just, I want to caveat that. So the first thing is, um, I just want to say that these next round of souls coming in, the children coming in are extremely evolved souls. We are going to learn so much more from them than we will ever teach them in a lifetime. And as such, um, they also are coming in with less karma and less, mm. um, I guess, just like limiting beliefs, I guess is a good word, way of putting it too, than we have, that we, and especially from like our parents' generation, right? Mm-hmm. So it is a big part of this journey for all of us with these next souls coming is we have to kind of clear this karma. And we're, I'm talking like lifetimes, old past lives, you know, um, ancestral trauma that we didn't live through in a past life, but our grandparents did. And we took it on to help heal it. or Our parents did, Mm -hmm. right. All of that stuff is coming up for clearing and releasing before these souls show up, which is, I believe part of the reason why kids or kids, why people in general are having kids later in life. Like Mm -hmm. I believe a lot of, I don't know the exact statistics, but a lot of people tend to be having them later, like in their thirties, even forties now versus Mm twenties, because we need the, um, experiences and the, I would just say like maturity to be able to clear some of this karma before they get here. Now, this doesn't mean they have to be like fully healed and like perfect and blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that that's why there's perhaps been a rise in miscarriages or stillborns or issues getting pregnant is because through each of those experiences, while terrible and tragic as they are, we are clearing old limiting beliefs, old karma, old ancestral wounds that need to go. They just need to go. We can't move. We can't keep carrying this baggage forward with us. And we're doing it very quickly. Like this took, you know, centuries and centuries to build up and we're doing it within months or years. Right. Um, the other big thing about the fertility piece that I want to just share is that you guys are not alone. Like there's a lot, as you said, one in five people, there's a lot of people out there that are struggling or, um, feeling a lack of control, uh, and, a lot of frustration, quite frankly, around wanting something and then not being able to have it. So I'm going to offer a few tidbits on like what I've learned. Okay. Um, I think I want to start with, I actually didn't put this in the notes because I was standing up, like getting ready, it like came to me, which is, I want to start with the fact that a lot of people put a lot of emphasis, obviously mm-hmm. on the birthday date and the due date and like when they're going to be born and blah, 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 which is great. And it's, I love astrology. I love looking at that stuff. I think it's very accurate. However, what I've learned is that the conception date and the astrology associated with that Mm -hmm. is even more important than the birth date. And the reason being is that any, the 
the energy at the conception or the start of really anything, whether it's a project or a company or a baby, right, is carried throughout the duration of its entire lifetime. That energy that that baby is conceived in is going to be, you you can't shake that. It's part Mm -hmm. of the like fabric of its existence. And so these children are very picky about the astrology happening even when they're being conceived. So like one of the big astrological events that's happening this year compared to last few years, or it happens every 18 months, right? Is the nodes are switching the North node and South node and North node and South node speak to what we're coming in with from past lives and what we're working towards in this lifetime. So it's very important in terms of like a soul's energy when they're born or when they're being born. But I also think it's when they're being conceived. So we're finishing up Taurus Scorpio nodes, which is all about like money and collective and home and security. And then I don't, I forget what Scorpio represents, but it's like, you know, yeah, family. Gosh, I'm not an astrologer. Anyways, the point is it's one like messaging or collective energy. And we're switching into Aries and Libra mm-hmm. in July. I believe it's July 17th, 2023. The nodes switch into this new energy. And then we have 18 months of that before it switches again. So anyone that's been struggling getting pregnant, I'd say even the last like year, year and a half, I would say your baby is not into the Taurus Scorpio nodes. They're like, "Mm, I'm going to wait. I'm not, I'm not into that. Right. And so just something to know again, and I, I believe it's also with the conception, it's not just their due date. Right. Cause anyone listening can be like, well, even if I get pregnant now, they'll be born after July. Right. But I'm telling you the conception is important too. So it's not just the due date, but the conception date. Um, the other thing to keep in mind with um, these babies is they want it to be exciting and fun when they're coming in. Like if you're being militant or like so strict about like when you're trying to get pregnant or what days of the week or whatever, they don't love that. They, they want it to be fun. They want it to be exciting. They don't want it to be conceived in this energy of like, okay, you got to go. What time are you getting home from work? We got to do this now. Or like, come on. Like that's not fun for anybody. I mean. I can't imagine it'd be fun for anybody, right? So just a couple things to know about the process um, leading into like the actual like moment of the conception or when the baby's coming in. The other thing I would say is that, remember the babies, I think this is proven recently in science, but baby, the spirit baby doesn't actually enter the body that is going to take on until the moment of birth. And so they're not as attached to the, I'll call it a fetus for lack of a better term at, at all. Like, so when miscarriages Mm. happen, we get so attached, but remember that soul not as attached. I mean, they're attached to you, which a lot of times miscarried babies will, excuse me, will come back around again, or will come back into, to, to your energy or your, or your life again, but they're not as attached to that body. And so a lot of times when those things are happening, don't blame yourself. It really probably has nothing to do with you. It has a lot more to do with the baby needing the energy of the earth to be at a certain vibration, or there may have been something going on with the fetus that they saw or the body that we're going to have it that they saw that no test had even picked up yet or whatever, that there could be something wrong. And they just, they were just like, never mind, I'm out. I don't want this body. I don't want this thing. So less, I think, especially people who are trying to get pregnant, less blaming on like yourself. And because a lot of times with these babies, it's not about you. It's not about, no offense. It's not about you. It's about them and their timing and what they want for their lives. Um, And also um, making sure that they are being born for what's in the highest and best good of all. They're really like big on that. Okay. I'm going to pause for a minute. Do you have any questions about that? 
You know, I generally I have two questions so yes. far. So um, my first question goes back to what you said about clearing karma. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to hear about, I guess, like there's so much pressure put on women throughout the process of getting pregnant, mm-hmm. being pregnant, and then when the baby comes, which I know we're going to talk more about. Um, and I just want to point out that this is not like clearing karma is not exclusive to the woman. The man also has to work on themselves, work on their karma, their generational trauma, all of the things. I don't know if there's more to say on that or anything like specific with like the male counterparts as like a partner that also need to like work on their shit. But this is a group effort, you know? Yeah. No, I'm so glad you brought that up because it is. I mean, and that's why I say like, there might be nothing wrong with you, but maybe your husband's really deeply afraid of being a bad father, or maybe he's really afraid that like, you're not going to be able to get pregnant and it's his fault. Or, um, I mean, these are some of the ones that clients have brought to me, but you know, it, yeah, it's absolutely. I've had, I've seen some people where they're trying for years with their husbands, like Mm -hmm. younger than them. And I was like, oh, he hasn't gone through Saturn return yet. He's got at least be in his thirties before he can get pregnant. And they're like, well, we've been trying for two years. I'm like, you're too early. You started too early. No offense, but like nothing's going to happen until after he's hit his Saturn return or met a certain age. And I'm not saying this is every case, but yeah, it's more often than not a lot of it, which is why, again, people are getting married later, having kids later. Mm -hmm. Like they need to be through this, the Saturn return of like getting back on your path and your purpose. Um, so yeah, it's not just all on the men. I would also say that like, I think, I think a lot of, and this may seem like a funny roundabout way to learn this lesson, but I think a big lesson of our generation is that we don't have to earn the things that are coming to us. Mm-hmm. Like when people like myself included start a business that I didn't go to school for, it's like mm-hmm. people tell me like, well, you didn't go to school for that. Okay. Well, like who says I had to earn a degree to go do that? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that whole concept of you have to earn it. You have to work yeah. hard. You have to suffer yeah. for it. You don't that's, have to suffer for it. Correct. That's a very yeah. old, outdated way of thinking that's asking to be cleared energetically and collectively in our yeah. generation and going forward. And so it may be funny because people are like, well, I feel like I am suffering through fertility, but what better way to learn that you don't need to suffer than to suffer, then learn to release it and then yeah. have it come in very easily and beautifully, right? Yeah, Absolutely. So it might seem a little bit counterintuitive, but the best way to learn a lesson of you don't need to suffer is to suffer through it and still not get what you want. And then learn that, oh, wait, I don't need to suffer. I can let this come easily. I'm going to throw out all the stuff and stop listening to all the doctors and stop doing like that and just be yeah. and just live my life. Right. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. You have to live, you know? Yeah. Um, my second question is not as intense, intense or in depth, but I'm curious hearing you talk about the fact that the spirit baby or the soul like doesn't come in until you're actually giving birth. Um, Whether it's you, whether it's people that I guess want to, if they can, like, I don't know how that works, want to communicate with like their own spirit babies or souls that they're inviting in. Like, so if, if somebody is pregnant, can you still talk to the spirit baby or like hear what the spirit baby wants not like wants like you know what I'm saying their thoughts I guess because they're not fully like in in their body yet or like well I would argue that makes it even easier right because they're not in the body they're in spirit still and it's so easy to well it's so easy to communicate with spirit ask for signs ask for symbols 
ask for synchronicities. Like Love if you that. are pregnant or about to be pregnant, like ask your baby to tell you what they need in a dream. Be like, send me a dream. If you're missing anything, if you need anything, or you can even say like, when they get to the point, they're big enough to be like, kick if you're happy right now. Yeah. You know? And like, if they, if yeah. they are, they'll kick, you know what I mean? Like literally you can talk to them like they're, cause they're still in spirit. It's so easy to connect and communicate with them. Yeah. Right. And it's not to say that they're not in and out of the bot in the belly, but they're just there. It's, I think it's been frozen, proven science now. Like literally the second soul doesn't show up like in the mother's energy until like yeah. literally they're giving birth. Like, otherwise it just, you just see the one energy, the one entity as them. Um, so yeah, talk to them, ask for journaling is a great way. Meditation, mm. um, pulling cards, like an Oracle deck, just like you would talk to your departed loved ones or a spirit guide or anything like that. Like you can literally say it out loud. You can say it in your mind. You can pull a card, you can journal all of the things. They all work. You can use a pendulum if you're yeah. well versed on that or you have it, but anything. Sky's um, the limit. Uh, I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about a topic that we've covered in different forms on the podcast before. And that is really being in touch with our own bodies. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in some of our past Instagram lives, Zoom events for the slightly spiritual community, I feel like we've heard a lot of people talk about, and thankfully, you know, that they have been told by doctors or a past doctor, or whatever, that they probably can't get pregnant. And then lo and behold, you know, they do have a baby come in. It might not be right away. It might take some time, but eventually it does happen. Um, so I'm curious to, to kind of hear you speak on like, I guess not only like trusting our own body and, and how to know what's right for you and also like listening to our own intuition, I guess, in this instance. Yeah. So if you guys have been following us for a while like through the pandemic and everything, this has been a theme for years mm -hmm. now on different levels and in different ways. But we've mm -hmm. been talking, whether it's through Lyme or through what was happening during the pandemic or whatever, but you, we have to start putting more faith and trust in our own intuition than the quote unquote experts around us. And I'm not saying you to throw out all the doctors and throw all the nurses out, but if you're not feeling like what they're saying to you is resonating or it's giving you high anxiety, then that probably means it's not your truth. So don't mm -hmm. try and take it on as that. And what I mean by that is I've had clients come to me and say like falling in a session being like, well, my doctor said a 3% chance getting pregnant. And I was like, well, that's not what I'm hearing. Like, I don't know why they told, I mean, I'm sure they had very good reasons for telling me that, but that that's not what your spirit baby is saying. That's not what I'm hearing. And then lo and behold, they get pregnant like four months later or you know, so it's basically what I'm saying is one of the lessons I feel for our lifetime is learning to trust our own intuition again, because we've done this before in other lifetimes, but above all else, just because someone's deemed an expert or a doctor or whatever, they've studied a lot, doesn't mean they know you, you are unique and you know your body and better than anyone else on this planet. Right. So the same thing goes for getting pregnant. Like you have to do what's right for you, even during the pregnancy of like what to eat, what not to eat, um, what feels good for you exercise. Why, you know, you got to trust your gut. You got to trust your gut. Um, I think this is part this particular, even example is what I'm talking about with clearing karma. It's like that karma of, we put all this X 
given away our power in many shapes and forms to people outside of ourselves. And that's no longer working. So when I'm talking Mm -hmm. about like clearing karma, like that's an example of a karmic lesson that we're learning through this fertility journey for one in five people or whatever it is. Right. So when I say clearing karma, it's not like necessarily some specific like event that happened to you. I mean, it could be that like I've, I've had clients where they're struggling getting pregnant, selling your pregnant, And I'm like, well, what happened when your mom was pregnant with you? And they're like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, uh, I'm telling you right now, some like they're showing something me something happened. happened when you were in the womb mm. and it's grief and your sadness and you took it on. And now your like soul or body is afraid of getting pregnant because you associate that with grief because mm-hmm. when you're, you were pregnant. And they're like, you're wrong. You're wrong. Well, they'd email me later and they're like, oh my God, my mom lost her dad or something or de- the dog and was devastated when she was pregnant with me and was like crying for months. And I was like, oh, there you go. Like, so it just, it needs to be cleared and released. So it could be something specific, like a karmic thing like that. Or the other karma I'm talking about, these big life lessons of like, we have to start trusting our gut. We have to start listening to our own bodies and understanding what that means for us. Um, those types of karma. So there's different, you know, there's different like types of things. And it could even be like all your ancestors had trouble getting pregnant. So now you think you're going to have trouble getting pregnant or all your friends are having trouble getting pregnant. So then you start looking at it and you're like, oh, well, am I going to have trouble? I know people Mm -hmm. who are like going to doctors before they even started trying to see if they're going to have a hard time. And then what, when you look for it, like then that doctor might say, oh yeah, you're going to have a hard time. But like, what if you had just started trying and hadn't let that doctor tell you that or confirm that for you? You know what I mean? So Yeah. Right. And put it in your head. So, I mean, our minds like to latch onto things like that. So just, again, my point, it's my point is, is like, you get to choose for you kind of the experiences that you want to have, but you have to truly believe it, not just like Mm -hmm. will it into existence or hope. I hate the word hope Mm -hmm. that it's going to happen, but instead like really believe it, embody it. Um, I also do feel that um, part of our generation's like big lesson or that we took on is that we're going to have trouble with fertility to learn that it doesn't matter how souls come to us, mm-hmm. that a soul that is adopted or is an egg donor or a sperm donor, or is, you know, through a surrogate or mm-hmm. through, I don't know the other ways that people have babies these days, adoption, whatever it is. Yeah. That is no less important than having and carrying your own baby. That is no, there's that, that bond is not lesser because of how it came to you, Mm -hmm. which I always remember like people saying like blood is thicker than water. And it's like, but technically just because they're not, yeah, yeah, is it exactly like, is it? And just, and I think that's another big karmic lesson that's healing for us. And not to say that everyone's going to adopt, everyone has to have a donor or whatever, but I do think some people are going that route and it's working and it's amazing. And I think that, again, this is part of the collective lesson that we as souls chose to take on this lifetime to heal the karma of, it doesn't have to be just blood. Like Mm -hmm. you can adopt a baby and it can be your, it's your child. It's meant to be that way. And as I've said before, I think about this, I think I talked about this on the podcast recently. I'm like, these babies don't care. They don't care how they come to you. Like when I saw a woman who was like this beautiful, like model looking person and her aura was showing me she was six months pregnant. And I was like, something's off here because this woman is like a supermodel, like gorgeous, (laughs) thin, like beautiful toned, not six months pregnant, but her aura was showing me she was six months pregnant. And I was like, 
I don't know what's happening, but I'm like, you're, or I said, you're six months pregnant, but I'm like, you are, I mean, you're not pregnant. And she started crying. She goes, I'm six months pregnant with a surrogate right now. So like, that's where I know for a fact, these babies don't care. Like that baby was in her aura being like, I'm coming to mom. And I was like, you are not, you're not pregnant. (laughs) I don't understand, (laughs) but that's what was happening. Right. So I love saying, sharing that story because they just, they don't care. They don't, Yeah, they don't care. I would also say like on that vein or that thread of um, that they don't care how they come to you is, is like releasing the control over a certain narrative of how or when or what your pregnancy or delivery, like we were talking before yeah. about like birth stories or how it, how it happens. Like mm-hmm. you got to release all that. And another big karmic lesson is like learning to surrender and like not trying mm-hmm. to control every little thing. And when you learn to do that, again, these babies are like, oh, they cleared that karma. Now I don't have to come in with that. I can come in with the free of that. And then boom, you get pregnant, right? I mean, I'm making it sound super easy, but perhaps that's some of the things that are coming up or showing up for you and why you're going through some of these things to learn some of these lessons, right? Oh, taking the pressure off. That's what I'm talking about. So, yeah. um, whether it's through getting a hobby is something as simple as that, mm-hmm. or, um, like I know so many people who like freeze their eggs and then they meet their person. Like, cause they're so worried yeah. they're never gonna meet anybody. So, or a person who's like, you know, uh, trying to get pregnant, trying to get pregnant. And like, you know what, I'm just gonna get a dog instead. Then they get the puppy and then like they're pregnant within weeks. It's like, <laughs> it's like when you take the pressure off of like yeah. the thing that you're yeah. so focused on, or I know people who have been like, screw it. I'm just going to buy a house and screw it. If my partner ever shows up and yeah. then they literally they're signing the deed and then they meet somebody the next day, like walking down the coffee shop and they end up getting married. And it's like, when yeah. you take the pressure off of the thing that you really want and start living your life, then the thing shows up. It's yeah. just, it's pretty crazy. Same thing with like IVF. I've had clients who literally have been like <laughs> going down the IVF route, which is fine. Sometimes it works for people. Most of these babies coming in don't want IVF, but I also fully understand that like, sometimes again, you, you just, got to do what's right for you. And if your intuition is saying that that's going to work, then do it. But what I was going to say is a lot of people who start doing IVF either get to the point where they're about to do implant and they're already pregnant. They found out they got Mm -hmm. pregnant naturally, Mm -hmm. or they go to an IVF transfer. It doesn't take, but then within Mm -hmm. weeks they're pregnant anyways, like stuff like that happens all the time. So again, go down the IVF route. If that's going to take some of the pressure off, because then you know, you have a backup plan or you have these embryos, whatever, do it. That's great. That's amazing. But don't limit yourself to only the baby coming in that way. You could still get pregnant naturally. Like it could still happen. So like, don't like eliminate the other options. Right. Um, we mentioned homes briefly and I feel Mm -hmm. this is another message that I've channeled in is I'm going to try and say this and not sound too soapboxy, but I am going to sound like, um, (laughs) if you look at around at the most popular home trends these days, what comes to mind sterile white boxes yep and what do you think our outer world often reflects our inner world so yes yep when Mm -hmm. we're feeling drawn to these sterile white boxes and all white what do you think that's reflecting about us intent we feel sterile yeah and if we're feeling sterile and we're then like surrounding ourselves in sterile white how easy do you think it's going to be to to shift that perspective when you're subconsciously being reminded of being sterile 24 7 when you're in a white kitchen in a white house in a white this Mm -hmm. and then you're trying to get pregnant it's like you're 
you're, you're just, you're constantly being reminded of the fact subcon- that you're sterile in these white places. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what came first. Like, I don't know if we were attracted to the white sterile because it's a reflection that was happening internally or people just decide to start liking that. And then I think it's more the former is that like, we started really liking white because it's reflecting how we're feeling in, yeah. inside, which is sterile. But something you can do to shift that is to bring in some color or bring in, you'd be surprised Like the people I see trying to get pregnant. I'm like, okay, do you have like anything to care for? Do you have like a plant, mm-hmm. like a living plant in the house? And they're like, oh no. And I'm like, okay, go get a plant. I mean, I really would love to say go get a pet, but not everyone yeah. has the, a, a time or the energy, but get a plant. You can get yeah. a plant. Everyone, you can go to a store and get a plant. You can yeah. go to Whole Foods and get a plant, get an orchid, get something. Yeah. Like bring life into your home again. And if you feel so inclined to like paint a room or even like mm-hmm. get some colored pillows or I don't know, like something like bring life, even get a painting of like nature and put it in your house or something like mm-hmm. bring some color and energy and n- nurturing and life back into your home. And that's going to even be helpful on your journey. Just remind yourself that you're surrounded by life and you're surrounded by nature and you're surrounded by like energy. Um, and speaking of home, these, you know, a lot of people I talk to are like, well, this place is too small, but as soon as they get pregnant, we're going to move. And I'm like, absolutely not. These babies. Yeah. You better do it now. Yeah. These babies don't believe you. They, and they also, <laughs> again, talking about conception, they don't want to be conceived in that little home or that little mm-hmm. apartment, which is why a lot of people who go on vacation end up getting pregnant also because mm-hmm. you're not stressed and you're having more fun, but because yes. they love the land, they like that you're in this beautiful, big place or you're in, it's warmer. What like stop yeah. saying you're going to do things and actually start doing it. Like create this. It's like manifesting one-on-one create the space for what you want to come in. Don't say mm-hmm. you're going to move when you get pregnant or you're going to get this other room or whatever. Do it now. Like make the space for the thing that you want which shows the universe and your spirit, baby, you're like ready for it. You're like, I'm not waiting yeah. longer. I'm going to now. I'm going to have the house now, whatever it is. Right. It's a huge, these babies, not that they don't believe you. I guess that was a little strong, but like, they just, they want to, they're like, all right, like, let's get the ball rolling here. Like, yeah. Show me some action. <laughs> exactly. They're like the, clo- the closer you are to like being in the space where they actually are going to come home to and be born, the sooner they're going to come in. I guess is how it's I'm, it. you know, I'm sure too. like number one, the really cool thing about everything that you've been saying is that ultimately like your spirit baby just wants you to be happy they want you to be happy they want you to enjoy the process they want you to enjoy life it's a beautiful thing um and number two I'm sure just like listening to this as well it makes me think like they probably don't want you to be like stressed like that like oh okay so you're gonna get pregnant and then you're gonna be pregnant and you're gonna pack up your house and you're gonna move you're gonna have to sell your old like moving is hard as it is. Like I can't imagine doing it when being pregnant. Um, like, I just feel like they want what's best for you. And like, that's really sweet, you know, in the end. Oh yeah. I mean, they just want what's in the highest and best good of all. And that's like a big, um, I don't say theme, but like yeah. affairs, I guess that always comes through. Um, and I have to say, I mean, this is hard for people listening because it might, I mean, it might meet, it's probably different for everybody, but a lot of the babies that come in, when I ask them like, well, Hey, your mom says you've been trying, for, they've been trying for like six months. And as the babies laugh, they're like, no, yeah. they haven't. No, they haven't. And I'm like, well, oh well, I'm God. like, and I asked them, I asked my client, I'm like, well, what is your baby says you have 
And they're like, well, yeah, my husband's been traveling a lot. So, you know, but in their mind, they've built up, they've been training for six months and they can't get pregnant. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. But then like, you're telling me that like your husband's been traveling a lot and you guys haven't been together that much and you haven't been having much fun. You're super stressed at work. And then you, yeah. and you think you've been, I mean, yeah, I guess in your mind you started or you went off birth control, whatever. So that's your starting point. But like their baby's basically saying you haven't been trying because you really haven't been having fun with it and you haven't been like yeah. excited about it. And they're like, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm like, yeah, so you need to start that clock over again, like starting today. Like it hasn't been. So I often wonder too, is like how long have we built up this time or this clock in our heads when these spirit babies are laughing and being like, they're not having fun. They're not, yeah, yeah, they're not happy. Like I'm not even thinking about coming in until they get their shit together down there. Yeah. Like they're way too stressed or they never see each other because my dad's always traveling and this. And they're like, yeah. Or they already have a kid and they're like, I'm not coming in until they get their nanny or like what I, you know, it's yeah. just so funny. It's so funny. So again, like don't, I don't say don't lie to yourself, but like don't kid yourself. Like these babies are smart. Do not try and like, you know, like convince them or pull one over them because they, they see all they're like very, at the same time, I just want to say like, you can't miss what's meant for you. So yeah, I, I feel, I think this is one of the questions, but I did want to get to a few of those. Someone asked like, is it meant to be here? If I'm feeling this around yeah. me, is it going to happen? And the answer is yes. Like the fact that you're feeling this baby around you, that you're connecting this baby means that this baby is also assigned to you or wants to be born through you or be with you. If you don't carry yeah. the baby, like be part of your family. Um, at the same time, so it is meant for you at the same time, a lot, not that a lot has to align, but they're very picky about like the energy of how they come in. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would say someone else asked like, how do you know if you're meant to have a baby? I would say if you're like feeling called to it, then you are, it's just the timing may not be right for you. And like I talked about the node switching in July, I think a lot of people have been trying for even the past like year and a half are probably going to get pregnant like the in fall, like soon or at the end of summer um, because these babies are going to feel so much better about the energy of astrology what's happening. Um, other people asked if they've had an abortion or lost a baby, will the soul choose them again? And I believe yes that that has come through a lot in um readings with spirit babies of they don't just leave just because you made a choice or you had a miscarriage or whatever right um in fact a lot of karma and energy is cleared through those experiences mm -hmm. through those deep emotional events and that's part of the reason why they choose to go through that first before they actually mm -hmm. come in with you again clearing karma you know going through grief yeah. feeling your feelings um that kind of thing. So what else? I, I think as well for, you know, things like abortion or terminating pregnancy, whatever the reason is, like, I could see people with like women carrying guilt over that. And in reality, mm -hmm. like your spirit baby doesn't blame you. Like for whatever reason, it wasn't right at that time. And mm -hmm. they, they knew that too, you know, and they'll choose mm -hmm. to come back in if you want them to when you're ready and when the energy is right. So it, I could see that being a part of like clearing that karma, clearing that, that guilt if somebody has it. Totally. And these, and just so you know, spirit doesn't carry all the same heavy emotions around mm -hmm. quote unquote negative things that happen. And I'm not saying this stuff isn't mm -hmm. tough and bad, but they just don't carry the same weight to the yeah. other side as it does yeah. for us here. We've, we or society or whatever has labeled a lot of things as really bad and terrible. And, and it's like, mm -hmm. it's just, it's just things that happen. And yeah. they just, they don't 
take that same anger and guilt and resentment that we think they carry, they understand that you had to do what's right or you are doing what's right for you for the highest and best good. And they get that. They get that. Um, so yeah, there's a lot that's, we could talk a whole episode on that, but um, yeah. I think those were the big ones. One person asked, how do we know when spirit babies want to come? A good question. And I would just say, ask them, like ask for signs, ask for symbols, um, you know, ask for, you know, working numbers or journaling, like what the best timing for them is. I will say this, they tend to like all these fun, big astrological events that are happening. Okay. Like the eclipses that happen twice a year, like in April. And then again, in like October, November, they love that. They love to get conceived in those or around those, right. Cause the window's like a few weeks before a few weeks of it and a few weeks after. So like they love to be born during those times. So like counting back, like when those are like nine months before that, they love big portal days, like 888 or 888 day 1111 to you know they love those and they also love moons like the full moons and new moons um so just pay attention to what's happening astrologically as well um and ask your baby like is this a good time do you like this uh mm -hmm. time of year do you like what's happening here or now or whatever and see what happens like see what kind of signs or symbols that you get they love to communicate through like animals, like bunnies tend to be a big sign that I get from babies or owls tend to be a big sign from spirit babies. So again, you could say like, show me bunnies if you're ready in the, in the next month to come in or, you know, and just see what you see. Um, stuff like that, you know, I love that. Um, and I would just say that like the more you're feeling joyful and happy about this, not joyful and happy, but the more you're um, like owning where you're at in the journey and just truly kind of surrendering to the process, the more inclined they are to show up and come in. Um, good and, I'll, and yeah. And they also, they, um, how do I put this? They're, they're not doing this to like punish anybody. Like, mm -hmm. again, that suffering concept of like, well, woe is me. Like, why is this happening to me? Like, why is this so hard? it's not a punishment. It's just here for our evolution and growing. So I think even just flipping your perspective of like, mm -hmm. you know, keeping faith that everything's happening for a reason and in divine timing is, makes all the difference, right? Just shifting that um, energy around it. So they also like, don't want us to like give up our careers and all our stuff. So like, there's a whole, they haven't said that as much recently, but for a while I was channeling a bunch of spirit babies that were like, well, they're not loving what they do and they're supposed to be this amazing like entrepreneur. So until they start this business, I'm not coming in because I'm not going to get in the way of that. Like that's karma, right? A baby coming yeah. in and preventing a parent, not preventing, but like a parent choosing them over their career. No more of that's happening. I mean, if you choose to fully do that, great. But these babies are like, no, no, no. They're meant to do this huge, big thing. I'm not coming in until after they achieve that or after they start that. Again, that's why we were saying like, move, get the dog, get the house, do the things because these babies don't want that karma of preventing you from living your best life. So just go do that. And then the baby will show up. <laughs> the babies are forcing everyone to do the work that like we should be doing anyway. And that previous generations before us should have been doing. They're like, we're yeah. not doing this shit anymore. Like you exactly. guys are gonna get your act together and then we'll come join you. But we're not joining this shit show until you figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> Um, I don't blame them. Honestly, well smart. said. That is well said, Super and that is exactly. 
That is exactly how they feel. I higher self about why I didn't do that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm happy to be here. Oh my God. Yeah, seriously. No kidding though, right? Like, but yes, that is exactly <laughs> what they, yes. Hit the nail on the head. All right. Well, we will have to do a part two on this. Um, yeah. I'd be curious if you listened to the episode, what your thoughts were, if you have any other questions, if this triggered any questions for you, or if you have any thoughts on topics, you know, that we discussed, we would love, love, love to hear them. Um, feel free to send us a DM because we will probably do a community like Q&A episode soon. Um, and I am also going to say at the end of this, if you like Slightly Spiritual Podcast, you enjoy our conversations and you're a part of the community, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach new, fun, Slightly Spiritual community members, um, and we would be very, very grateful. So, all right, have a good one. If you are in your fertility journey, good luck. We're sending you good energy, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys.